This is KOOP HD1 HD3 Hornsby. Welcome to the Austin Chronicle Show. My name is Kim Jones, and I am the editor of the Austin Chronicle, Austin's independent source of news and culture reporting since 1981. Well, it's our first show of the new year, and I think we have a fun one planned for you. This week, the Austin Chronicle released our annual Austin Music Poll Ballot, and what that means is about 250 finalists in categories like Best Band of the Year, Best New Act, Best Pop, Best Punk, Best Guitarist, Best Radio Station, Best Poster Artist, I could go on and on, and we will be going on in this episode. Uh, The ballot is a wonderful snapshot of where Austin music is today, and so we've assembled a pretty great team today to talk about the ballot. Take a closer look at the finalists, listen to some of the music, and just generally talk about what it's like being in the trenches covering Austin music. So let me introduce the gang here. First up, we have uh, Austin Chronicle staff writer and a guy who's had a big hand in shaping this year's music poll ballot. That is Kevin Curtin. Thanks for having me, Kim. Sure. Uh, Next up, we have the director of the Austin Music Awards, uh, and we'll be explaining exactly what that is in a minute, uh, Netta Tarani. Glad to be here. Thanks for coming in. And finally, we have Austin Chronicle staff photographer, David Brendan Hall. David. Hello, everybody. And also, I want to point out right off the bat, the two of the people in the studio right now are finalists in the Austin Music Poll. Congratulations to Kevin and David. It's not awkward at all that you guys are, you know. (laughs) No, self-promotion. I'm also a musician, and and so is David. So self-promotion is very much in our blood. So thank you. I gotta work on my video game like Kevin, but you know. I'm glad we're not in the same category, so we don't need to kill each other. <laughs> true, try true. Try to ruin people's uh, reputations online. It'll, it'll stay friendly. All right. Well, let's let's first of all, we're gonna listen to some music, um, but I want to first give our listeners some context for what exactly we're talking about. So, Kevin, I think you were the guy to explain what exactly is the Austin Music Poll. The Austin Music Poll is a four-decade tradition of Austinites choosing their favorite bands, artists, music, and uh, music businesses uh, in town, in the community. And this year, uh, we changed the nomination process a little bit. Our goal was to have it be reflective of what's happening in Austin music right now and this year, rather than just larger concepts of what's good in Austin music over the last 10 years or something like that. Well, okay, let's let's dig into that a little bit because I, I know you and I have for many years now had some pretty intense searching conversations about the poll and yeah. you kind of thought it was broken for a while. Yeah, I mean, a write-in free-for-all ballot changed with, with the acceptance of social media and, and people's online habits. I think that's kind of something that you can see in a lot of online voting that's gone very awry where a joke can take it over or just whether whoever's best at self-promotion sure. is the successful individual or entity. Because in to explain, for many, many years, it was two rounds. And the first round was, like you said, it was this free-for-all write-in where people wrote in for their favorites. And then we had a finalist ballot. Actually, before that, it was just one round. Until a few years ago, it was just one round right. of everybody wrote in. And then uh, in trying to correct that, we made a two-round system. We were still seeing, you know, single artists dominate 10 categories or people who are 
formerly active getting nominated or winning in categories that, you know, kind of seemed like non-reflective of what was happening in this year. Sure. So we did a lot of soul searching. Kimberly and I have talked about it a lot. I went out to the desert and took peyote and just <laughs> stared at a music pole for 14 hours okay. straight. And, cool. you know, we, we thought the best way to do it was to make it to really get the opinions of the people who are living and breathing Austin music 24-7, 365. So, so we assembled a nomination body of around 600 people that are just intrinsic to Austin music. And we asked them who they thought should be a nominee in, in all these different categories. And then we compiled their answers into the nominations for this year. And we're pretty happy with the result. It feels to me more modern. And most importantly, there's a lot of names on here who've never been on the ballot before. They've never even been a top 10 finisher before. So that new blood feels good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, we're taping this on Thursday afternoon. So literally, this ballot has only been out there for about four hours now. So it might be a little premature to ask this. But how do you think the reaction so far has has been? I think it's been pretty positive. You know, what I see is is people posting that they've been nominated and how good it feels. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the things that I I don't think is easy to understand if you're not an artist or you're not a musician, how like you get a lot of feedback on what you do, but it's all very momentary. It's like you play a song and people clap or you had like a, the last show you played was good or the last show you played was bad. And those feelings kind of, it's, it's all just kind of fleeting. Right. And there's not a lot of things that are cemented as like an honor that seems lasting. And so when you get nominated for something like this, it's just a little unique in, in today's world as, as a musician. So, so, you know, I hope that, I hope that people feel good about it. And that's what I've, all I've seen on social media is people saying, Hey, wow, I was just nominated as best bassist, you know, Mm -hmm. or Hey, how cool is this? You know, my recording studio is one of the finalists for best recording studio. I think this year, maybe people have a more of an inclination to feel really good about it too, because nobody went to work on social media ahead of time asking everybody to fill in the the writing category for them. They just got to see it show up on the ballot today. And that has a a certain genuine quality to it that makes it that much more gratifying, I think. So I would agree wholeheartedly. I mean, yeah, the the, the nominating body is, it's your peers, basically. It's people Mm -hmm. who work in the industry, who who are out there every night listening to the bands. And and I think that, that makes it special, too, that it isn't just... Yeah, I, I advocated for votes on, on social media. So, mm. well, why don't we, um, let's jump in and listen to some music. Um, we're going to be sampling uh, the finalists in the best song of the year category. So we're going to kick off with Colors by Black Pumas, and they are nominated this year in multiple categories. And last year won the big prize for best new act, right? Yeah, and they also performed at the the show and and felt good, I think, to have them have them up there last year because soon after they got on their way to becoming a household name and just became an incredibly successful band. So, uh, Grammy nomination, Grammy, yeah, Grammy nomination, best new artists, world tours, sold out shows where they're playing multiple nights in, in, in one market. And, and like this song is on a commercial that's being played at every football game that they show on TV. And it sometimes in the past we've had, 
song of the year nominees where you're like, what song is that? I've never even heard of this song, you know? This is a song that everybody in Austin and, and out there in the world probably knows. It's Colors by Black Pumas. Okay, that was Colors by Black Pumas. They are a finalist for Best Song of the Year in the Austin Music Poll Ballot, which is newly out this week. That is just a really sexy song, guys. Am I right? Yeah, Eric's got a good voice. I think it is uh, one of the things that's interesting about it is that that song has a very different sound from the other four nominees. It's just like a super eclectic bunch, both represented in this category and in really all of the categories, which Mm -hmm. was a big aim of this new push, diversity in all the different categories. Yeah, I mean, we have such a diverse scene. Austin doesn't have one sound. You, maybe, maybe it did. Maybe it could be pigeonholed like that back in the day. But now, no. Uh, there's, there's people making great art in all the different realms right now in Austin. Absolutely. Well, let's go ahead and jump in and listen to the second finalist for the song because I think these first two are sort of in the like superstar tier, and then and then we have some. We sort of go into really interesting ways with the other finalists. So. This next finalist is it's This Land by Gary Clark Jr. This album is Grammy nominated. The song is Grammy nominated. This music video is Grammy nominated. This is We're going to listen to it and then talk about it because this is maybe a little bit of an uncharacteristic song for Gary Clark Jr. Okay, that was This Land by Gary Clark Jr. And as I said before we listened to the clip, kind of an uncharacteristic song from total guitar virtuoso um that is an austin's favorite son yeah gary uh, i thought broke out of a lot of his molds with his last album and then this album i think is a stronger overall effort and this is obviously his most intense uh single it's you know it's got a very social topic you it's know it's pretty unabashedly confronting racism yeah. in, in in the u.s right now and specifically austin too i mean mm-hmm. i think we like to think that we live in a really progressive happy little bubble here but um he's spoken in interviews about his experience of racism in austin and that being the inspiration for this truly raging song yeah and i think that when that video came out it felt like a kind of zeitgeist of the times for 2019, you know, kind of like in the same way that Donald Glover's This Is America. Oh, that's been talked about with the song Mm -hmm. a lot, the relationship between those two also. Absolutely. And yeah, you feel what he's talking about in it. And it's it's great. And Gary obviously has uh, enough Austin Music Award plaques to build a picnic table out of, (laughs) uh, but he's been a favorite in our voting. And this song has, is undeniable, so it'll be interesting to see how people respond to this category. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think um, one of the really cool things about the poll and then by extension the Austin Music Awards, which is the culmination of this, you know, Austin Music Awards are when the winners are announced. It's a big, huge party open to all of Austin. I don't know. I sometimes hear it described as like Austin Musician Prom. Um, I'm sure there were other, you know, (laughs) jokey shorthands, but that it has this wonderful history of decades of having both like big superstars performing, but also like the breakout bands, the people who are just starting their career. So Netta, I want you to talk to us some about this because this is your first year directing the award show. What what can we expect? Um, Similar to what Kevin has talked about, about innovating the poll. I think we're also working on innovating the show itself as our city has grown, 
we've had an influx of wonderful musicians. And this year, I think we're going to, you know, really work hard at showcasing our community, making sure that every corner of our town is represented. Yeah, just like lots of community work, I feel, with this show this year. Mm -hmm. I also think we have really fun hosts this year. We do have really fun hosts this year. This year it will be Jackie Venson and Chris Cubas hosting, and lots of giggles will come our way. (laughs) Yeah, Chris is a comedian. You've probably seen him on Comedy Central or around town. And Jackie, I think, is kind of a comedian disguising as a musician. She is. She is. She, funny. she can't go, you know, more than a couple lines of banter without cracking a, a pretty solid joke. So, And she's also a, a nominee, a finalist this yeah. year, correct? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah. And it'd be great to see her perform. I don't know if that's in the cards, but, you know, I thought about when Alicia Keys hosted the, the Grammys, right? And she did a bunch of, she hosted it, but she jumped in and performed with people, too, and... I'm just throwing that out there. It would be it would be cool to see Jackie Shred. Yeah. With Alicia Keys. With Alicia Keys. Gosh, if only there were someone here who was in charge of directing the award show. Yeah, too bad. <laughs> All right. Well, we have a lot more music uh, and a lot more uh, talk to be had about the music poll ballot, but we are going to take a quick break for some station announcements. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to the Austin Chronicle Show. We're in the studios of KOOP Community Radio, 91.7 FM in Austin, and live streaming through coop.org. I'm your host, Kim Jones, editor of the Austin Chronicle. And uh, bringing us in from that quick break was Patty Griffin singing River, and she is one of the five finalists for Best Song of the Year in the Austin Music Poll ballot that we are highlighting today. Patty is obviously a huge star, but in Austin, every night of the week, there are bands that are just starting out in their career who are maybe not as celebrated, but are just as worth going out to see. This week is especially an interesting week because it is part of an annual tradition. It is an annual event uh, when the clubs of Red River open up their doors. Uh, It's more commonly referred to as week. That buzzer was courtesy of Kevin Curtin. I'm going to let him explain what's going on here. Well, this is community radio, and there's certain things you you can't say that has to do with pricing of stuff and and cost of action. So the name of this three-day event is problematic, so we just decided to self-edit with this uh, (laughs) buzzer that I brought in. So when you hear that noise, just know we're having a good time in the studio trying not to say word that's hard not everybody's pretty much got their finger on the on the bar- buzzer right now which is making me very anxious but in any case yes it is week and rhymes with tree just gonna put that <laughs> yes. out there and i want to throw this to david because david you are as previously mentioned a finalist for best music photographer in the austin music poll ballot and i mean this has got to be like christmas for you Christmas or South by Southwest, but for the locals, you know, that's how a lot of people mm-hmm. like to describe it. And it's pretty accurate every hour of the, the evening from when it starts till bar close is, is packed for me. And for any music fan or, or other music photographers or, or journalists, anybody that, that gets out as regularly as I do, which is, you know, several nights a week for this week, it's every single night until it's done. And now it's it's an only... I think you said three days, but I think it's four. It's Thursday through Sunday, right? So sure. Yeah, yeah. Technically, Sunday is short. There's only a couple things going on, which is like South by two. We got every venue on Red River, and then venues beyond Red River, packed out with with local bands and and really like the the cream of the crop, the best that that we have to offer. Everybody comes out and plays, and you can see all these people that 
you might not have had time to see for for whatever reason during the year you can use it as an opportunity to check off all these great bands by walking across the street 10 or 15 a night if if you have the the energy to do it yeah and one thing that i always think about week is that it's kind of the starter pistol for the year of austin music you know it happens right at the beginning of the year it might lend an opportunity for discovery for your new favorite band and it's right at the start of the year so you'll stumble upon them and then maybe go see them five more times yeah. uh, through the rest of the year. I think that's great for everybody involved. A lot of times, I mean, from a photography perspective, but also just from a, a music fan perspective, I'm trying to see bands that uh, or artists that I've maybe had on my radar for a while. I saw their name. It's that week where I can go check out everybody that I've been meaning to check out finally and end up walking away with, like you said, a few new favorite bands that I'm going to continue to see for years to come. Sorry, that was... <laughs> just, you said C. I, uh, that was close. <laughs> Rhymes with C. And, and I think, like you said, like it's so obvious that you are a fan of these bands. And I, I think it comes through in your, in your photography. There's just an intimacy there. And I think also you seem to, you know, both in your live photography, but also in your portraiture, like they're so clearly, your subjects are so clearly comfortable with you and seem, you can get that like feeling of play, I think. Yeah. Can you talk about what it's like? Something that ties into that is that inevitably Austin is such a tight knit community, the music community, that a lot of them become my friends, you know, maybe not immediately where we met each other on a professional basis the first time we set up a shoot or something for, for the paper or, um, or if they hire me or something like that. Uh, eventually, if you see someone enough, you, you become friends with them, and then that level of comfort is just easy. And it makes it easier for them, too, I think, on stage to just... Uh, maybe they are playing it up a little bit when they see a camera, but they can pretend like they don't see me, kind of keep it real for everybody else in the room, too, you know? No, I mean... Well, he hasn't said it yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just ready. You know, he's <laughs> just a jerk. No. Uh, David is... He's so there in a way that, like... You wonder if there's multiple versions of him walking around because, like, I feel like I'm everywhere, but he's everywhere I am and more. You know, you're talking about his artistry, but you also have to respect the hustle. Having those relationships with the door staff who will let you in when the venue's full and and the dutifulness of, of getting those pictures is, has always been mind-blowing to me. And that is why you are in consideration for getting my vote for best photographer. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Uh, well, thank you, Kevin, and and you likewise. As much as it is a job, it's also what I love to do, and so being out there thankfully doesn't feel like work. And thankfully this week, it's not the coldest week of the year so far. Usually it is, which is why we uh, call it Freeze Week. Yeah, it's a little tongue-in-cheek there. But uh, uh, this year uh, we're, we're lucked out. We have great weather, and we've got four days uh, of music. And I, I, I wanted to say, though, that one of the things that's different this year is because it's short, artists aren't out there playing five or six shows a week. At one point, <laughs> week was uh, two weeks, and it you know was so tiring. Yeah. yeah, totally understandable because you know got to give these venues as much support as possible during this slow time of the year and let the artists do their thing. But it's kind of nice that a lot of artists have one show this weekend. Except for Hong Kong Wigs. Except for Hong Kong Wigs who are killing it. Like five or six, actually, I think. We see how thirsty you are, John and company. (laughs) They have a lot of great music to offer, too. That's That's true. 
All right. Well, speaking of great music, we are highlighting the best songs of the year finalists in the Austin Music Poll ballot. I don't think these guys are going to be playing Blank Week. Um, they have in the past, but I don't know. They might be getting too big for us. This is Howdy, pronounced pronounced Howdy, it's spelled H O V V D Y. Yes, is a very clever way to to game Google. This is Cathedral by Howdy. That was Cathedral from Howdy. It was the record Heavy Lifter. It was one of my favorite records this year. What a great band! So glad that they're nominees. Speaking of nominees, Ned, can you tell us about any of the Austin Music Awards nominees who are also playing Week? A lot of the Austin Music Award nominees are playing Week. You can see Go Fever at Cheer Up Charlie's, Sailor Poon at Barracuda, Lady Earth at Stubbs Indoors, Being Dead at Mohawk Inside, Nolan Potter's Nightmare Band at Mohawk Outside, Sir Woman at Empire and Vapor Caves at Empire. Yeah. Me and all of my clones will also be at all. Yeah. <laughs> so you have the clones. I have two different Kevin Curtin cutouts that I have people place at shows uh, so people think I'm there. It's been working. We have a very diverse list here, um, lots of different genres to go see. So voting is happening right now. Kevin, you're, you, you, I saw the intake of breath. We've been getting great numbers over the last few years, steadily increasing. I think one thing is that it's easier than ever. It's easier than ever to vote. It doesn't take very much time, and it's really fun. I find that when I, I fill out the ballot, when others do and they talk to me, it's like people feel good about casting their choices because there's usually something that they really like. And I think that's unique to voting because we're used to voting for politicians that we think are <laughs> like, oh, I hate this person a little less than this other person. So uh, A vote so, you can actually feel good about. Yeah, that's what I think. It, see how it feels. I bet it'll feel good. And you're repping the, the people whose art you love, and that's a really cool thing. It's, it's 2020. If you're looking to find some new bands to listen to, this is a, a good way to... Yeah, find some find some new bands in your life. Uh, speaking of bands, this isn't a new one. This one's been around for ages. This is the last of our finalists for top song of the year. This is really, you know, rounding out the category. This really does nail home the sort of the eclecticism. This is Mike and the Moon Pies. This has been just like the stalwart honky tonk band in Austin for so long. These guys are hairy and hatted and, and pearl snap shirts. It's a different kind of Austin, maybe kind of an old school Austin. Yeah, and, and well, I mean, I think they were part of the honky-tonk resurgence, you know, when maybe 11 or so years ago when they started doing the uh, the Monday nights at the Hole in the Wall, when they were fairly new, it was like, whoa, look, younger people into honky-tonk, and now we've seen... We've seen a lot of, of that circle around them over over the last decade. When they put out their last record, it's like, these guys put out their record. And mm-hmm. then they put out this record, this the record that came out this year, and it's even better. Yeah. And this song cracked off on Spotify and is on a lot of people's playlists. It's Mike and the Moon Pies. The song's called You Look Good in Neon. All right, that was Mike and the Moon Pies, and that was winding down our list of the nominees for the best songs of the year in the Austin Music Poll ballot. By the time you're listening to this, that means the issue is on stands. You can go online and find out more, and that's we're going to have to wrap this up. Uh, this was super fun, super chaotic. Yeah. I don't know about the addition of buzzers. I think we might want to adopt this for future episodes. I think it really upped our game. Yeah. I think it would be good for profanity, too, because... Uh, <laughs> 
because we're all just sort of sitting on our hands here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to thank all of my guests. You guys were really great today. Kevin Curtin. <laughs> Neta Tarani. <laughs> David Brendan Hall. Thank you. <laughs> all right. I also wanted to say thank you to engineer Bob Daly for putting up with all of us. Uh, and also to Kevin again and Jonas Wilson for writing our theme music. Speaking of music, we're going to listen to one more song, shuffling off the stage to the sounds of yet another Austin Music Awards finalist. The Octopus Project is one of the five nominees for the AMA Hall of Fame, so we are going to listen to I Saw the Bright Shinies. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. <laughs>